Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And to turn around and look through the blinds, yeah, it's foggy outside. Still, that should clear up. Could turn into a beautiful day today, man. Get out and enjoy that because it's – we don't have that many beautiful days here if you think about it. Yesterday was one. We got one coming up today and really for the next couple of days. So get out and enjoy it. Maybe get a, a jump on the yard work if you can. Michael Selassie joins us now, Associate Vice President for the LSU Ag Center and Director of the Louisiana Agricultural Experiment Station. How you doing, Michael? I'm doing fine. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Thanks for taking the time. Tell me about feral hogs. What are they, first off? And then we'll talk about how much of a problem. Ooh, ooh they're big, aren't they? My Lord in yeah. heaven. Yeah, feral hogs are, are basically a wild strain of hogs that have been in the United States for a long time. I think maybe the initial ones were brought over by explorers. Uh, they are wild, and up until probably 10 or 20 years ago, they were in relatively small populations, but over the last really 40 years, they've just expanded tremendously. Um, you know, and just to give you an example, in 1982, uh, they were located only in about 18 states. The majority of that was in the southeastern United States, and by 2016, they were in 35 states. They're in every parish in Louisiana, and they're just they're a growing, they're an invasive species, and they're a growing problem in several states, not just Louisiana. So I get nutria, right? With uh, Macalene, what was it, Macalenes, and what's the island with the Tabasco? What is that? I forgot the name of that one. But yeah, um, where, where did the feral hogs? How did they get out of hand? Well, I, several reasons, and again, they were initially concentrated in the southeast United States, but, but you know, scientists have identified basically three uh, reasons that might support their, their expansion. One is just, you might term, human-assisted movements, accidental releases, and then in some locations, you know, they are, they are uh, looked, viewed upon as a sporting animal, and, and they're used for hunting. Uh, probably the biggest reason is just their natural movements. If you have a concentration of them in an area, there's tremendous competition for food. So they've expanded out into adjacent areas where the competition for food is not as great. And then the third reason, which kind of supports that expansion, is changes in land use. Uh, they, you know, they root in the ground. They eat acorns and nuts, roots. 
uh, grubs and other things. Obviously, they eat grain. And, and just to give you an example, in Louisiana, um, in, in 1980, we had over 500,000 acres of cotton. In, in the 90s, we had a million. But due to the economic challenges of producing cotton, that cotton acres in Louisiana has reduced tremendously. Last year, we only had about 115,000 acres of cotton. What, what was all those cotton acres replaced with? Primarily corn. Uh, in 1980, we had 30,000 acres of corn in Louisiana. Last year, we had 680,000. So you can imagine corn in the fields, hogs going through, trampling that corn down. Obviously, when a combine goes through, it's going to leave some corn on the ground. and that, So that's sort of helping uh, support that expanding population. All right, let me take a break. We'll pick it up here. We'll come back. Real quick, though, is it different than a regular pig, or is this just a pig just gone wild? No, it's it's a different it's a different breed of pig. It's okay. not it's not your domesticated pig. Because let me let me tell you, you know, we're talking about hunger and, and hungry people in, in the United States and everything. It seems like if there was a concentrated effort, and you can answer when we come back. I don't know if you eat the damn things or not, but it would seem like there'd be a concentrated effort to harvest them, and maybe you could feed hungry people. But maybe I'm I'm making things a little bit too simple. We're talking to Michael Salassi, Associate Vice President of the LSU Ag Center, Director of Louisiana Agricultural Experimental Sta- Experiment Station. Feral hogs cause more than $100 million in damage to crops in Louisiana every year. Getting worse, I assume they have quite a proclivity to reproduce, so we'll talk about trying to eradicate them when we come back. 7.50, 10 till 8, traffic now, WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Talking to Michael Salasi, Associate Vice President of the LSU Ag Center, Director of the Louisiana Agricultural Experiment Station. A man who knows what he's talking about when it comes to feral hogs causing more than $100 million in damage to crops. At no point were these things ever, well, let me, let me ask it a different way. How difficult is it to hunt these things? Do you need a permit, or is is that an answer? And, and I'll go ahead and load up the question while I'm at it, uh, Michael, and then you can answer where you feel comfortable. It seems like with hungry people, you got ham and bacon wandering around. Is it that simple or not really? Not really. I mean, okay. feral hogs can be eaten. The meat, as I understand, it's a little different consistency than a domesticated uh, pig. You know, it's a little tougher. So I don't, I don't know that that the demand f- for that type of meat w- would be a solution. Um, you know, they are they are hunted. They are very smart animals. They they only uh, really go out and move around at night. Uh, you know, we've done we've done some trials, and a location where um, a person has been, they may once they know that they won't re- may not return for a couple of weeks. So that they're very smart. They're hard to they're hard to to hunt. Uh, and really, in Louisiana right now, that's the only means that's being used to try to reduce the numbers is hunting and trapping. But 
but we kill such a small percentage of the numbers that's out there, we're really not making a dent in the population. So how do you do that, Michael? First of all, can we ever win? And secondly, how do you even begin to go about making a dent and then eventually getting it under control? Well, you know, the target that that uh, wildlife biologists have identified is that they 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 have such a high reproduction rate you have to you have to kill 70 to 75% of the animals each year just to keep the population at a constant level now in louisiana it's estimated right now we have 900,000 to over a million feral hogs uh, and just to sort of put that in context a couple ways uh, we have 720,000 head of cattle in Louisiana, so we have we have more feral hogs and cattle. Or, as I saw in one report, uh, we have more feral hogs than the populations of Baton Rouge, New Orleans, and Shreveport combined. Wow! So, what what do you do? You poison them? You keep them from reproducing? A common you hunt them? All of the above? Well, that. The methods that are that are being pursued is to poison them. Um, the LSU Ag Center, along with the LSU Chemistry Department, last August uh, got a patent on a toxicant that will kill feral hogs. Uh, the uh, the compound in that toxicant is sodium nitrite, which is, has been used for many years as a food additive to preserve meats. It's used in pharmaceuticals. Uh, and basically what it does, it's it's a humane way of, of killing an animal. It, it changes the hemoglobin in the blood that reduces the oxygen going to the cells in the body, and the animal, after a couple of hours of consuming it, just goes to sleep and never wakes up. Timeline on, on gauging whether or not that's going to work? Well, we've done tests. It does work. The challenge that we're facing is – it has to be uh, approved by EPA, and, and the oh, problem that we're facing, even though it has been used as a food additive for many years. For humans. It has, to humans, yeah. yes. It, is, it has never been registered with EPA as a, as a pesticide, so it looks like they're going to want us to do several years of wide-scale testing before they would approve it. That's that's the challenge we're facing right now. If you're waiting on EPA, Michael, you and I are going to wind up working for the feral, feral pigs before it's all over with. We'll talk to Ronald Surpass about concealed carry when we come back. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.